Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everyone, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, Minor League Edition. We are thrilled today on episode three to be joined by Round Rock Express pitcher Cody Bradford. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ben. It's uh, great to have you on. Now, you uh, we'll start with last year. You were part of that Frisco championship team that uh, you guys won it all last year. How was that experience for you just as a player and as t- with your teammates and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, the, the run, the final run was a lot of fun. Uh, playoff baseball in minor leagues was a lot of fun. It was like... I guess I haven't really had that taste of baseball since probably college since being in the playoffs where everybody's, you know, striving for the same goal. And so it, it, it brought everybody together and it was fun to um, just make that final push. And it was a little, you know, I guess different because right at the end, they made a lot of moves um, with Frisco last year. We had a, I know Evan Carter got called up and um, Thomas to JC and then Krim left us. He was with us all year in the very last week he got bumped up. And so, some new faces came in, but I mean, in playoffs, we meshed really well and um, we ended up finishing strong. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a great series, too. It was a lot of fun to watch on our end. So, all right. So what did you do this offseason and what does your routine kind of look like between seasons? Uh, what did I do this offseason in, in terms of, of training? Yeah, in terms of training. Yes, sir. Um, so my wife and I, um, stay in Waco, Texas during the off seasons. And I work out at Baylor university. Um, it's where we both met and went to college. And, uh, I actually, I use the Rangers program. They do a, an off season weightlifting program and training program. And, um, it's all through an app and I just go on there every day and get to throw and get to lift that I'm using Baylor's facilities and it works out great. Cool. That's great. Yeah, that's great. And now, you know, obviously we need to talk about this. 
you've had quite the start to 2023 in, in round rock, you know, and you ran into a little trouble last night in one inning and gave up one whole run. And that was probably, I mean, I know you want to do everything perfect, but that was a pretty good game you pitched last night. So what, right. what is sort of working for you this year? Why, why is it going so well for you through the first four starts? I, I really think the addition um, of a cutter, um, we implemented it last year at the very end of the year. Um, and I, I finished really strong with it, but just, adding that pitch, the repertoire is, it's a different look with a heater going up, a changeup going away. And my slider is, um, it's useful, but it's probably not a swing and miss pitch, especially to right-handed hitters. And the cutter's not a swing and miss pitch either to righties right now, but it's a, it's almost a guaranteed ground ball out at this point. And so it's really give me the confidence when I need a ground ball or a double play a ball, I can throw a cutter in on a righty's hands and get him to roll over. And I think I did that a couple of times last night, had the opportunity for a double play ball in that same inning where I gave up the run, but it's just baseball. Sometimes the cards don't fly your way. Yeah. Um, but I really think the addition of that pitch is, has helped me out a lot this year. And you've got a pretty good team behind you this year in Round Rock. I mean, the Rangers all up and down the system are pretty good, but you guys have started really hot and really well, and you've got a good pitching staff around you and some great fielders behind you. So what's it like to kind of know, even if you have an inning like that, that they're going to pick you up, you know, next inning? Yeah, I mean, the defense is great. You know, you have Foscue at second, you got J.O. at short, and uh, my old Baylor teammate Davison Zell at third, and he's made some spectacular plays this year at third base on the hot corner and at shortstop when he gets moved over, but – I mean, and I can't, I can't forget about Clint Frazier in left field. He, uh, he robbed a home yeah. run last night that he kind of deked all of us. He, he went yeah. up and caught it over the wall and came back down and didn't show us. So we're like, Oh no, like he got me. He, he, he had a home run and then he just picked up the ball out of his glove and threw it in. And then we all went crazy. So that was really exciting to see. Um, Definitely made my heart beat a little bit as a pitcher, but man, I'm I'm so grateful for for the defense that uh yeah. I was right. watching. He got he got all three outs in that inning too. So he did. He got he all three outs. His butt and like that. I said, the the the, uh, the announcer for Sacramento I was watching it on the MLB app. He he didn't know. He was like, uh, it's it's a home. What? No, wait, it's in his glove. He, they, yeah. they didn't sound real happy when he pulled it out of his glove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were real happy when you came out for the seventh inning either. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> No, but anyway, that no, no, Frey, that was a good inning for him. He, but he's he's a good player too. So it's just cool. Like I've been following, I've been doing this for a long time, but I've been following Frisco and Round Rock the most. So you guys, you know, last year down there in Frisco, and it's just the since 2008 when I started covering this team, this is probably the best group of prospects I've seen since wow. the Rangers went to back to back World Series in 2010 and 2011. And I'm sure you've heard that before. I, I honestly, I haven't heard that. So that's uh. Um, that's a nice compliment, you know, for, yeah, I'm an old man. So I've been doing, I've been doing this yeah, for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice compliment for the, for the, to the Rangers org in general, you know, just the the work that they've put in with the scouting department. So. So I know a lot of guys say it's their diva day or whatever they want to do, but what is a, a day where you start look like for you? Like what kind of routine do you put yourself through on a start day? Um, to be honest, Ben, I don't have a, 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 <laughs> a direct I'm more just kind of go as the flow goes. Um, I think yesterday, well, we woke up, I usually spend time with my wife. Um, we go everywhere together. So she tries to come on all the road trips and, um, yeah, yesterday cool. what, you had to go to UPS to ship or something. <laughs> so we usually go get a sandwich together for lunch. Um, but we just woke up, ate breakfast, 
Uh, I think yesterday we had a Bible study um, in the lobby with some of the players that we do on on every Thursday. And so I just happened to be on my start day uh, that took up some time and then um, went and got a sandwich at a local deli shop in Sacramento. So I kind of like going to find a local sandwich shop and look at their menu and try something new. So that's really about it. Well, that's cool. The only guy that's been more laid back than that that I've interviewed was Zach Kent because he actually came on with us one time on his start day. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you can't. He was like, no, I don't mind. It'll be fine. And then he like, had a great night and he actually texted yeah. me like, said, hey, can I come on for my next start too? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That was pretty cool. But yeah, he's yeah, he's hurt, unfortunately. He's another one of our favorites, man. Zach Kent, when he gets in that rotation with you and you pitched with him last year, that dude has got some stuff, man. He does. He's He's got some gnarly sliders and gnarly curveballs, gnarly breaking balls. <laughs> he does. All right. So in all the levels you've played at, what has been your favorite ballpark so far, so far to pitch in? Favorite ballpark so far. You know, I really liked um, Wichita wind surge uh, their their stadium and their atmosphere was really cool last year. And I think it's, it was actually built to be a triple a stadium. Um, we went there once earlier in the year last year. And then obviously we finished up there uh, in the championship, but as far as um, the stadium and the clubhouse and just the the amenities that they had there, it was really, really nice. Um, and then the, the city was, was pretty cool as well, but uh, definitely. Yeah. Wichita stadium was probably the nicest so far. So let's switch a little gears. You grew up in Alito, right? Yes, sir. The Alito area. Yeah. So is it kind of nice that you're not only pitching for your, your, your did you grow up a Rangers fan? I did. Yeah, were you I Astros or were you Braves or. No, no, I was a Rangers fan. Uh, my parents' uh, house is probably 35, 40 minutes from uh, the old ballpark. And I guess the new ballpark, too, is right, right next to each other. And so I grew up going to games, and I was a big uh, Derek Holland fan. I loved his impersonations and watching him on TV. And then was lucky enough to to get his autograph after one game. Uh, me and my dad went down to the old tunnel where the players would drive out, and he stopped by. He had a, I remember he was driving. Um, I think it was a Porsche or some kind of sports car, but he stopped and there were probably 20 guys, 20, like just father and son standing there. And he signed every single body, all of our autographs before he left that night. And um, that was just something that was really special. And I really enjoyed um, getting to go to the old ballpark. That's really cool. Yeah. So is, yeah. is it kind of nice though for you, not only pitching for the team you grew up rooting for, but now with the top two levels being in Texas for the last two years pitching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I think it's definitely um, a blessing to get drafted by the Rangers out of college. Um, I don't know how many guys get drafted by the team they grew up rooting for. And so that was something that was really cool and just happened the way it did. You know, um, God had a plan. And then uh, last year being in Frisco, my parents live about probably an hour and a half from Frisco. And so they actually made the trip over every single home start I, I pitched in. They came and they also brought my grandparents who live in Weatherford. Um, so it was really cool getting to see my grandparents at the games, um, a little bit older, yeah. a little bit harder to travel. They probably won't make it down to Round Rock this year, but it's really special when family gets to come watch you pitch, especially, you know, in minor leagues. So, yeah, well, you know, and, and you know, it's our job to talk about you guys and to edit, to speculate and to want things. And a lot of people I've been talking to hope that you make it to Arlington this year. I know you set goals and stuff for yourself in the year, but you don't want to look too far ahead. But when you start the way you have, you know, people immediately want you to get called up right away because they don't realize how development works. But, you sure. know, do you have a goal to get there this year? Or are you just going to let it all play out? You know, Ben, I, I think 
I have a goal to be the best um, version of myself that I can be on the baseball field. And, you know, whether I get to Arlington or not, that's out of my hands. And so I, I can perform as well as I can do and prepare as much as I can. But as for actually getting there, you know, whatever happens will happen and, and I can live with the results with that. And so if I'm lucky enough and blessed enough with that opportunity, sure. I would love that opportunity. I think anybody would, nobody doesn't want to make it to the big leagues, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we're just finding contentment where we're at right now. You know, like I said, surrounded by a team. So, and it's very early on in the season, but you know, mm-hmm. I would love to see you guys bring a championship to like what happened to uh, like what happened to Frisco last year. I usually mm-hmm. take one week where I go down there and cover you guys. Uh, Cause I live in, East Texas, actually about two hours east of Dallas. So okay. it's a long way for me to go all the way down to round. Yeah, that is, that's a hike. Couple of games. But uh, I would love to see that this year. And uh, hopefully, yeah, that's a hike. That's a seven-hour, six-hour drive for me to get mm-hmm. there. But it's worth it because I love baseball. My wife thinks I'm crazy. But, you know, they, you know what they say, those who can't play either write or talk about it. So that's where I am. So. That's awesome. <laughs> I had uh, zero home runs in high school. I played for three years. I had zero home runs too. Cause I didn't hit. So there but you I also go. couldn't pitch. So that didn't help me out either. So I couldn't do either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, I always like to finish up with the most important, most difficult question I can ask a player, especially yeah. it'll be easier for you now because of where you're from, but what is your go-to order at Whataburger? My go-to order uh, it's probably a number, I think a number one is a regular Whataburger. I think a number two is a double. And so I usually go with a number two with um, lettuce, ranch, and cheese. And sometimes I'll get caramelized onions on it. And then usually a chocolate milkshake. That is an excellent order. We, we take tabs on everyone. And even the yep. new guys, we like to, you know, try to, try to make sure they go if they hadn't been yet. But you grew up in Texas, so that's an easy question for you. Oh, yeah. I grew up... Five minutes from a Whataburger right down the road. I've been there plenty of times. I think pretty much everyone in Texas is about five minutes from a Whataburger. Yeah, I think so. That and a Dairy Queen. Yeah, that too. That is definitely true. All right. Well, Cody, I know I'm, you're there with your wife. I appreciate her giving you uh, giving you to us for her just a little bit of time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks so much, Ben. Thanks for having me on. All right, Cody. Best of luck this season, sir. All right. See you soon. Thank you. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast. Thanks again to Cody Bradford for joining us. Unfortunately, CJ couldn't be a part of that interview because, you know, he has a real job, whatever that is. So, but he's here now. CJ, how's it going, man? I was not selling insurance yesterday. You were not? That's good. I mean, well, that's bad. I mean, I was, I was, no, I was, I was, I was working. I was working and couldn't, couldn't get free. You know, the, the, the main job is the main, is the main gig. So. 
Well, you guys have noticed over the years we've been doing this. Sometimes CJ can make it and I can't. Sometimes I can make it and CJ can't for interview interviews, especially someone like Cody, who's having such a great year. Oh, you can yeah. get him on the show. You don't want to say, oh, can we reschedule? You want to go ahead and take, get that taken care of. Absolutely. And luckily, most for the most part, we haven't had to postpone very much. Uh, no. usually, usually one or both of us is able to be here, but usually if, it, if one of us has to be, the other one can, our schedules are kind of, they kind of work out that way, luckily. But uh, yeah, I, I missed that one, unfortunately. And Bradford, boy, what a year he's having. And yeah, you what a night he had the other night. Yeah, I was going to say, the best thing you missed is we got to talk about it because I talked to him the day after his last start in which he went seven innings and gave up one run on, I think, three hits. A great game, one bad inning, which he mm-hmm. talked about, as you just listened to a little bit, that he was disappointed in himself for that one inning. He talked about, uh, you know, lots of different lots of different good stuff. It was a good interview. But, yeah, Cody Bradford, uh, 4-0 and with an 0.77 ERA to start the season. That That's a pretty good start, CJ. It's not bad. Not bad at all. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's doing all right. Yeah, it, yeah. When he gave up that run, it was early on in the ballgame, and, and it was his ERA ballooned to 0.99. It was almost going to eclipse that fabled 1.00 yeah that uh, number but nope 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 he uh he settled down i guess you could say <laughs> he yeah. like had to settle yeah. down and uh yeah he he um he pitched very well and 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 got himself another w and only one run only one run allowed five strikeouts five hits allowed yeah, five hits. Um, okay. Another Cody, another Cody esque start. I mean, yeah. And like we talked about, I talked about with him, you know, I asked him, you know, what is different? Like from the beginning of last year, remember he started so badly. He had a 11 ERA, I think, the first month of the season last year. He we said were that, surprised that he didn't actually get sent back down to double A after yeah, the way he started. We were, but he, 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 well, he, yeah, he was in double A, I believe. Yeah, he was at Frisco last year. So, but anyway, he oh, started sorry, yeah, sorry. back we down were, to single A. Yeah, we yes. thought he'd go back down to Hickory, and he did not. Mm-hmm. But he started poorly. But this year, he said uh, at the end of the season, he started incorporating a cutter, which he hadn't done before. He said it's um, not a swing and miss pitch, but it's a change of pace just enough that it throws people off, which he said is why his ERI dive bombed at the end of last year and then has started this year so well, is the addition of that cutter. Because he said his curveball is not a swing and miss pitch. He throws it maybe four or five times a game, and that's it. And the cutter is really what he's using to get get guys off balance right now, and obviously, if you're you know four and zero with an 077 ERA, it's, it's working. It's working, and, and you would like to see him continue doing whatever it is that he's doing to keep it working. Yeah, he he rarely throws his curveball, and it's just it's just a and every now and then here yeah. you go. Yeah, you know, like you said, five times, five to six times a game, or around five times a game. Yeah, just uh just to throw him off a little bit, and let kind of let the batters let the batting lineup know, hey, I can, you know I still got this pitch too, so. Yeah, he's he's had an incredible, incredible start and hope it continues. And yeah, uh, and he's one of those right now. Like if you have the MILB app, you look, he's a must watch like when he started because yes. you yes. want to see a yes. pitching clinic right now. You're going to watch Cody Bradford throw the ball against anybody. And granted, Sacramento's not having a great year, but it's not just been Sacramento. Like I said, he's four and oh with a point seven seven ERA. He's pretty much dominated everybody he's faced so far in 2023. Yeah, and he, he yesterday he was kind of kind of a uh, to, uh, Tom. Tom Glavin, no. Greg Maddox esque. <laughs> yeah. Uh eighty one pitches in seven innings. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's pretty, that's impressive. Uh, that is pretty quality right there. That is pretty quality. Yeah, and his whole team we talked about. I mean, right now you look at Round Rock, Round Rock is sitting at I just had it. Where did it go? 
12 and 6. I yeah, they're sitting at 12 and 12 and 6, which is where the Rangers were before last night's debacle. But we'll talk about that on a later podcast episode. But yeah, this uh, is minor league podcast. This is minor league 12 and 6. They're sitting at 12 and 6. They've had some good starts. Cody, Kyle Cody did better last night. He started kind of rough, but he had a good start last night. They have a lot of higher ERAs in that starting rotation to begin the year, but they're still 12 and 6. So obviously, they're not having any trouble hitting the ball right now. No. And you mentioned pitchers. John King uh, had a real bad start to the yep. season, but he has been able to see as of the other night, he, he got his ERA back down to 3.00, which is where uh, coming out of the bullpen, I, I think you want to see a John King be. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, obviously low is the lower the better, but uh, you, you probably expect him even in the majors to be around that three mark, maybe between three and 3.5 in the majors. But if you can, if he can dip that a little below, three uh in the majors then then great um i mean yeah. the more the better he's another left-handed bullpen arm yeah uh, so uh they're waiting on these guys are waiting on somebody on the major league level and god forbid struggle but and right now it, it, collectively I, I think ian kennedy has probably been um worse for wear for the bullpen yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know i don't know what their what their thoughts are on him well, and Cody Brad, I mean, Cody Bradford could jump into the bullpen too. The Rangers want to mm -hmm. try that, but I wouldn't do that right now, personally. No, no, you want him. Yeah, you want him in there as a starter. Keep yeah. keep keep him uh, keep his arm built up in that starter role. That way, just in case something happens. And thank God the Rangers have gotten uh, lucky, or I don't want to say lucky. Just just they got uh, blessings, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possible what seemed like maybe you know could be scares, long term scares with both DeGrom and, and John Gray. John Gray taking that that hit off the elbow and yeah. then uh DeGrom uh with the wrist wrist soreness and uh they're supposed you know John Gray pitched last night and DeGrom should be making his next start. So Yep. And another guy to mention at triple A when you're talking about pitching right now would be Joe Barlow, who has thrown five innings, given up no runs and struck out five. So he's thrown five five strikeouts of five innings of strikeout per inning. No ERA. He's given up no runs. He's only given up one hit. Uh, I'd say you know he's he's doing what the Rangers wanted to see him do down there. He's starting to get his dominant stuff back again. Yeah, and and you just want to see. I mean, it's it's great that he's you know, he's obviously locating the ball well because his velocity's been down. But uh, if he can just uh, go back to doing what he was doing before, he he didn't seem to uh, when he when he was pitching in in uh, high leverage situations. Yeah, when he was up with the Rangers and actually due to some injuries, earned the shot to be the closer and, yeah. and did well in that role too. He didn't seem phased by it. It just something, something got to him and uh, he just, he hasn't looked the same, I guess, yeah. body language wise. Well, and the batting so, average against right now, triple a is 0 0.063. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's doing something right, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And uh, at the major league level, you want to see the, the VLO come up. So, but you know, the Ranger bullpen has proven that thus far that, I mean, you don't have to throw 99 to be successful. You no. just would rather have that yeah. come stretch time and playoff time. Uh, but yeah, that's that's good to see as well. There's, there's I mean, I'll, we we we're, we're going to tout Frisco, and everybody's going to tout Frisco because they are loaded. Yeah, loaded, loaded, loaded. But Round Rock is also has a a very stout roster. Yeah, I mean, JP Martinez, Blaine Crow, oh, Justin Foscue, you know, Jonathan Arnelis. JP Martinez, 353 batting average. Yeah. 1,033 OPS. 
Yeah, 353 batting average was two for five last night with a yeah. stolen base. He's got nine steals as well. Yes, he does. So, yeah, he's he's and he's 27 years old, so he's yeah. hitting. He he, or I should say, he is hitting. He has hit that make or break mark because yeah, he has. Uh, you know, think about guys like Nathaniel Lowe who are 28 years old and have now become established. I mean, that guy won a Silver Slugger. Yeah, already. You know, by the time JP Mar- or by the time Nathaniel Lowe was JP Martinez's age. He'd already won a silver slugger. You know? yeah. So you look at him, he's he's old for a minor leaguer, and you want to see him make that next step. And I there's two guys that he could come up and replace in the outfield if they if they start struggling hard. And um one of them that is right now, and I hate to say it, is Bubba Thompson. Yeah. So Martinez could get that yeah. opportunity to come up and be the fourth outfielder slash left fielder. I mean, however they want to do it. Yeah. And uh, I'd be happy to see that. I mean, I would hate to see Bubba get sent down, but yeah. if he can't get on base, it really diminishes his value, even though yep. defensively he's superb. But yeah. JP Martinez is also very good in the outfield. So correct. And they play. He played. They played together with uh, Josh Stout, Josh Stowers in mm-hmm. in, the, in the minors. They were that was a three man uh, outfield. Martinez and Stowers and. Yeah, Bubba Thompson and good lord, I mean, no balls were falling. It's, it's just no that outfield, that outfield depth and outfield speed that the Rangers have produced has been a godsend as well. Yeah, and Stowers, he was good. But speaking of that, let's move down to Frisco and a guy that everyone on Twitter, all those and mm-hmm. all those, you know, people that are are very into baseball or not very into baseball, you know, all of them together are all saying the same thing, except for a few of us. Is they want Evan Carter to be in the majors now, the 20 year old. The last guy I can remember that had this kind of hype was Jerks and Profar, you know, and didn't work out for the Rangers. He's been a he's been a fine major league player, but not what everyone thought he was going to be when he was 20 years old. Elvis is the last successful one that's come up at that young of an age. But Evan Carter, I mean, the the dude is is out of his mind right now playing, mm-hmm. but I still think he needs some development. He, yeah, he, we had a scare last yeah. night with uh, yeah. getting hit, but they said it was, you know, precautionary. Yeah. And uh, pretty much a star <laughs> minor league player. Yeah. Uh, you do, you want to take all the precautions you can. You don't want him having a long term injury. Number no. one, you, he, he's like you said, he needs more at bats. He needs more time on the field and at the professional level, lower levels. Yeah. Uh, he, that's not, What's not uh, the, your Mike Trouts and your Ken Griffey Juniors and guys yeah. like that, your Adrian Beltres, yeah, uh, guys that come up in their teens and or their tw- early twenties, uh, very early twenties, twenty twenty one years old. Um, that's it's just so rare, and you just don't want to lose the player. You know what I mean? No, yep, now, for sure. You you spoke to to Evan at uh, Frisco Media Day, and yep. obviously he's a. You said he's a he's a very laid back, real real mature kid for his age and and that's obviously a positive but it, you anything can change if you rush him and he goes through a bad stretch yep. to start i mean we saw it with Laoti. yeah I, he got he, they they brought him up at the end of the year in was that 2019 and yeah. he did well and just yeah. gave him the job to start 2020 and he did not look good in and 2020 it was terrible of course 2020 was, was a weird year but yes it was but uh, still, he it took him another a whole year and a half to to get over that. Yeah. So that's something you don't want to see with Evan Carter, especially when he's in Double A. He he hasn't touched Triple A pitching yet. Yeah, uh, and some guys don't have to. Yeah. I mean, 
like, I, like again, the, the very, very special, like your yep. Trouts, your Griffies, your, you know, those guys, your Beltrays, they yep. don't have to. They've already got that tool set. Evan Carter might, but he still hasn't even grown into his frame, I don't no. think. I think he's still – No, he's not even 21 yet, like I said. Yeah, he's not yeah. even 21 yet. But that aside, he is probably better than a couple of the options they currently have in Arlington. Oh, you're going <coughs> to – excuse me. You uh, – you're stoking the fire for something. I am. I am. Well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you look at him play, he looks ready, but again, that's what throws people off. Like if you look ready at double A, it doesn't mean you are ready for major league exactly. hitting. I mean, look at Curtis Terry. Remember what he did in triple A? Oh my gosh. That was one he guy. He's batting we, like 380 uh, with like 25 home runs or whatever they brought up and he could not hit the broadside of a barn in the majors. Yeah. He led triple A in, in, uh, Hits, slugging percentage. Yeah, slugging percentage long run, yeah, he was amazing. And then when he came up, he just couldn't put it together up here. No. And now he's not with the Rangers no more. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Yoel Pozo was tearing up AAA. Yep. I mean, tearing yeah. up AAA. Yeah. And, and where's he at now? So yeah. it's just, you just can't, especially with a guy that is as talented as Evan Carter is. Yeah. You want to treat it with kid gloves. Sorry. Uh, yeah. If you don't like that, I mean, too bad. Sorry. That's, that's just, that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it and yeah. I don't want him rushed. He's where he needs to be. Uh, it's, he's going to get his opportunity in round rock this year. And, and it could happen, you know, say they do send Bubba yeah. Thompson down and call up JP Martinez. Maybe yeah. they do call up an Evan Carter to AAA to give it, get him yeah. some at bats at that level. I don't know, but he does not need to be on the Rangers no, I mean Frisco hasn't even played. Roster, right. Frisco hasn't even played three weeks yet in the, into a season. Yeah, so the, the clamoring. It's I mean, I, it's justifiable because of the talent and what he's doing. And then yeah. a lot of people will look at those numbers and just say, "Geez," and got and, and folks will you know your your casual fans that know you know kind of what's going on go to the ballpark and watch him play and think this guy's ready to be. Well, he's. If he if he was ready to be there, he'd be there. Yeah, the, I I I trust our evaluators. I think they mm-hmm. do a great job for the Rangers, um, especially but, I mean, over the last, especially since 2019. Yeah, I mean, of course they're going to miss here and there, but I think you know yeah. if they don't think Evan Carter's ready to come up, then he's probably not ready to come up. But mm-hmm. again, he's one to keep an eye on for sure at the Double A level. And if you live in the area, you know you should go watch Evan Carter play along with all the other, like you said, Frisco's the most talented team in the Rangers organization, in my opinion, and yep, your opinion. They, they're the most loaded. Yep. I speak for, for you. you. Uh, you speak for me. I speak for you. Nelson anyway. for you. Um, yeah, no, I, that's that's the truth. I mean, yeah. he's got honest truth. Yeah. He- yeah, he's very, very good. So, but yeah, double A, seven and six. Uh, you know, not tearing it up so far, but they weren't really last year either. And then, of course, when they got hot, it never ended until after they won the championship. I mean, so. what they they went on a ridiculous winning streak. It was like yeah. what, one loss in uh, not eight, 17, 18 games. Something. It was something it was like something, it was something like that. They did like around. eleven in a row, ten in a row, and then lost one, and then won another like seven or eight. In a row. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, and then they were just off to the races yeah. from yeah. there. It was it was done. Everybody so speaking else. of teams that have started kind of hot, let's move our way down to Hickory. Mm-hmm. So CJ, what's been going on in Hickory? Well, the other night I we we talked about Cody Bradford how he's been uh, at Triple A. Well, yeah. the Hickory Crawdads have a guy named John Stephen who went the other night and had himself a 
hell of a game. Yeah. Just two starts. Went over the zero seven five ERA and a zero seven five WHIP. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. And yeah, the they other night, are seven innings, seven and four overall. Hits. Yeah. Yes, uh, seven hits, or excuse me, seven innings. Yeah, two hits. Yeah, of two hit ball, no runs. Yeah, three walks, ten strikeouts in a Greg Maddox esque eighty three pitches. It was yeah, that's incredible. Ten Ks in seven yeah. innings, and you only throw eighty three pitches. You are on. And Jay Seasley, a guy that I, we've had our eye on for a couple of years yeah. now, and yeah. we have our, definitely have our eye on seeing if he's gonna make a push uh, up into the uh, the higher echelons as far as yeah. the minor leaguers go. He was three for four that in that same ball game. So yeah. and he's got speed. He's uh, he had his third steal that night. That was uh, on the 21st, uh, or that was the 20th. I'm sorry. That was 20th. Yeah. So that was Wednesday. Um, yeah, or Thursday. I don't even know what day it is today. So It's hard to keep up. Today's yeah. Saturday. I think today's Saturday. If it's not, then I'm in trouble because I'm supposed to be at work. But I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. <laughs> no one's yeah. called me. No one's called me, so I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. Yeah, no one's blowing up my phone. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably Saturday. No, uh, but they, they, they have definitely started at Hickory. And they, they had those spells. You remember when... Blaine Krim and Justin Fosky were down there and they that, had that tear where they were scoring like 14 and, runs a game. And Josh Smith and, and Josh Smith and yeah. Ezekiel Duran. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Think about that team at Hickory, man. Good gracious. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and going back to the, to the team current uh, last night, 16 to four win. Yeah. Mitch Brett, unfortunately four and two thirds, he needed another third of an inning to get the win, but yeah, couldn't, couldn't quite get there, but he was, he was four and two thirds. Four hits, two runs, one walk, five strikeouts. ZRA's at three right now. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Mraz, two eight four ERA out of the pen. Max Acosta, another guy that we've had our eye on, uh, two for four. He he was two for four last night. He's got a three seventeen batting average. Josh Hatcher, infielder, uh, played first base and uh, stole a base his fourth of the year. Yeah, and he's hitting three seventeen. So and Cody Freeman at catcher, two for six. They they are. Um, there, the, the Hickory. I, I'm I'm excited about what to see or what what Hickory is going to show us this year too. And, yeah, and we should probably talk about the guy who's on the mound tonight for Hickory. Yeah, maybe uh, Kumar Rocker guy. Yeah, that uh, guy that's his, that's one and zero with a zero ERA and twelve yeah. strikeouts and in eight innings. Yeah, mm-hmm, that dude. It's yeah. his first home start. So if yeah. you're out at Hickory. Get yourself to the ballpark, and you know they are. I, I bet you, Hickory. Oh, I bet it'll be packed tonight. Out. I bet it'll be packed tonight. Yeah, I bet. It'll yeah. Be packed. If I, I lived in the area, I would go. I mean, I've gone to a couple lighter starts, you know, and and if I lived in the area, I'd go see that. Uh, when I was in Round Rock, I was so excited. You remember last year, I got to see Cole mm-hmm. Reagan's first Round Rock start last year, mm-hmm. and it was it was amazing. So, I mean, anytime you get to see a first home start for a guy who's touted as highly as Kumar is, you know, it's mm-hmm. great. And also I believe if I'm not mistaken, that game will be on the MILB app tonight. I believe so. I believe that is double true. check while you're talking, but yeah, he's, he's had a fantastic start to the year. Yes, sir. He has. And it's again, it's, there's a lot of pitching that's showing up in the lower uh, levels, such as uh, down East and, uh, Hickory and, and and not guys that aren't super big names. There is another big name that we're about to talk about when we go down to down east and talk about them. But yeah, it, it's just yeah. it's it's I'm I'm just I can't even 
you, I'm smiling right now just because these guys are so fun to watch in the minors as well. And, and you and I love watching them. It was a year ago. You were watching every game you had. Yeah. You had, you had round rock on one, one, uh, device. I mean, and I had a hit Frisco device. on the you other, Frisco yeah. on the other. And then on the TV, you had the Rangers game on. Yep. Well, speaking so, of that, sorry, they are not on the MLB app tonight. I forgot Hickory's one of the ones that doesn't have oh, uh, that's right. video cameras. And if they're on the road, they're on TV, but they're at home, they're not. So okay. unfortunately, Kumar Start will not be on TV tonight. More than so. an excuse for you all to get out to the ballpark tonight. Yeah, if you live in the Hickory area, if you live in that uh, Carolina area, you should go see him. Yeah, go go see Kumar. And- they need to move that to like, I don't know, East Texas, maybe that team, you know, and generally about Somewhere an hour, around, hour and a half east of Dallas, maybe where I live. Around, uh, uh, where a lot of tornadoes were happening the other night. Yeah, that's somewhere around there where, where, I, where, I can, where I can go to to just hop over and watch some games. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm tired of two-hour drives to see Frisco and six-hour drives to see Round Rock. <laughs> you know, it beats uh, it beats my drive. <laughs> That's true, Amarillo. You're a little... They, well, you have a team there, at least. I don't have one. The yeah. closest team to me is two hours, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't have to go far to see uh, Frisco yeah. when they come to Amarillo. No, you do not, which is soon. But anyway, well, we're talking about Hickory. Yeah, so I think Hickory... I think... I don't know if they're the second most talented team that could be round rock, but it's a toss up between the two. Yeah. And man. Yeah. That's a tough, to- it's a toss up. Uh, we'll right let the now. season play out right. Yeah. Right now. I think that's a toss up. And then let's move down to single a down East wood ducks who have not had a fantastic start. It's not been awful, but it's not been fantastic either. Yeah. The low a down East wood ducks right now, they are six and six last night. They did win four to three over yep. Carolina. And big name, Brock Porter got the mm-hmm. start for Down East. And he threw 64 pitches in four innings. His ERA right now sits at uh, 338. But the most impressive thing here, he had he only allowed, uh, well, four base runners. He did walk three. So that's yeah. why he didn't. Uh, that's why the pitch count was high. But he also had seven strikeouts in four innings as well. So well, for someone his age, you know, he's right out of high school. Right. Already in single A. You you expect a little bit of a little bit of hiccups, a little bit of road bumps, you know, like walks and things like that as he try to fit has he tries to figure out these hitters and these umpires and all that. But Brock Porter is he might be the most talented pitcher in the Rangers organization, the most talented uh prospect. He might be right now. I don't know. Over Kumar? He might be. He's younger, it's gonna take him longer to get there, but he's got maybe maybe I guess you might be thinking higher ceiling. Well, he was projected. Yeah, he was projected to go long before Kumar in the draft, oh, yeah. but he wouldn't. He didn't because he they knew he wouldn't take the money because he wanted to play college ball or wouldn't take less money. And then the Rangers well, worked it out between him and Kumar. So and Kumar the Rangers Kumar. got easily got the number one and two. Uh, we've already talked about that, but the number one and number two pitching prospects in that draft. It was brilliant on the front office's part. That blew everybody's mind, including ours. I mean, yeah, when he got when they got Porter, I was like, say what? Yeah, Kumar shocked me, and then Porter shocked me even more. It was pretty amazing. Yes, it was it was something to behold. And Mikey's going crazy. Mikey, Mikey had something to say there. Yeah, Rock Porter rules, didn't he? Yeah, that's what he was thinking. But no, I mean Porter, another one down east. If they're on TV and he's pitching, get a chance to watch him. These yes, are all guys it, you're going to see. I mean, all right. So unless you see like a blockbuster deal, and I don't even know who they would bring in. You know, you're not going to see Evan Carter, and you're not going to see Kumar Rocker, and you're not going to see Brock Porter get traded. They're eventually going to be on this team. You know, they're going to replace guys like John Gray and Andrew Heaney, and you know Martin Perez. Unfortunately, one day they're going to replace these guys in the rotation when they're ready. And and I, you know, and again, a blockbuster deal could come along to get rid of them. You know, it, 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 but I don't see the Rangers wanting to part with any of those guys right now. 
I, I mean, right now they're got the the Rangers have minor leaguers that are almost that you would consider untouched. Like somebody would have to give up a big package to yeah. get these minor leaguers that we yeah. have. So that's how that's how high their ceiling was. And one more thing on Porter, uh, yeah, he he four innings and he walked three, and he the impressive thing is he had seven strikeouts. But if you think about it in terms of outs, that's twelve outs. Seven of them via the strikeout. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's got some stuff. He does obviously has some stuff. Anthony All right. Gutierrez is hitting yeah. three hundred as well. Out yep, playing, playing center field. So they're looking. Yeah, uh, it's it's they're looking very 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 nice. And, uh, very nice indeed. I I just want to see. Yeah, I want to see. Down East had a, had a very slow start. What they lost? I think they started one and one, one and four. Three. I think. Four. Four, yeah, and now they're six and six. So now they're they're, they're like I said, they start. And again, all the Rangers teams are hovering right there around five hundred or above, yeah. just like they did last year. And again, that's there's a reason that they're tatted so highly in the prospect system is they have them, and we will cover them for you all year right here on the Ranger Report Minor League Edition podcast. And we'll probably sneak some in the Major One League one too, just because we tend to do that. Because CJ and I are both scatterbrained, and we just start talking about whatever, and like, oh, wrong show. But it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. You guys don't really seem to care all that much, so yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, thanks to Dallas Sports Nation, Waltons. We love Waltons. Absolutely. Uh, thanks to our uh, first ever sponsor. Our first ever sponsor, the Fans First Sports Network, and all the ads that we are running now. Thank you guys for your patience while we figure out where to place those uh, to, to make it the best listening experience for you while we still can make a little money at doing this. So those are those are important things to us. We want to make sure it doesn't diminish the quality or enjoyability of the podcast while we still are going to make money. Like, you know, I mean, you can't really complain i mean you can we complain about everything it's fun but you know you're not having to pay any money and we're making some so for you it's a it's a win-win except i can't believe we're making some except you'll have to listen to like someone talk about starbucks and something you know every once in a while during our shows so you know if you don't like coffee then just plug your ears for a second or you know get distracted and then you'll hear our beautiful voices and know that we're back so that's how it's Mm going to work and of course i always put the little bumper music there so you know it's coming so if you want to i mean i'm not saying to skip but if you want to when you hear that bumper music just hit skip a couple times and we'll be back on again. <laughs> hmm But don't actually do that because we don't make money if you skip them. So you need to listen to them. I'm very whiting over here. You need to suck it up so that we make some money. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but no, I, I'm actually uh, putting together a package for a new offer for everybody. If you want to listen to the show ad-free, I'm going to start putting the ad-free version on Patreon. See what I did there? Uh-huh. And for $5 a month, you can listen to the show. No ads whatsoever. Straight through. And some extra retarded crap that we say that never makes it on the air. So uh, some of that will be... When we say a lot of it. When we say a lot of it that gets cut out, thanks to our professional editor. Yeah, Ben Dieter. I'm not not professional. But yeah, thanks to our editor. So You're not supposed to say that out loud. Oh, yeah. Well, I whispered it so no one could hear it. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So we do know, but we do enjoy doing this. We love it. We thank you all for listening. The numbers keep climbing week after week as the Rangers keep climbing up the stats. And uh, as the minor leagues are going on, this, this podcast has just taken off. So these numbers are actually lower than the major league one. But I think as the season goes on, we're going to, they're going to be neck and neck and uh, we enjoy doing it. We always love talking about the minors. So mm-hmm. dedicating a podcast to it, we thought was just the right thing to do. And of yes. course, We've had a guest on everyone but the first one, so that's pretty awesome. That's what I was about to get into. We apologize that we aren't going more in-depth on the minors, but uh, we had a guest. And we are sorry, but not sorry, because it was we had a guest. And when we talk about we the minors, I think it. people would rather hear someone from the minors than, than hear, hear us, us week in and week yeah. out just talk about it. So Right. But we, uh, we're going we're gonna to cover all four of them. 
Uh, we gotta get, we gotta get our hats. We gotta get each get uh, each a hat from each uh, team. And I've got swap it out. Rock, yeah. Swap it out as we're talking about. Yeah, each that's team. a good idea. Swap out the hats. That's an but, idea, right? I there. like that. So then, they, then they know who we're talking about by the, the video, depending on which hat we're wearing. And change so. shirts on the on video. Yeah, everybody oh, wants no, to see no, that. No, nobody wants to see that. So, hey, but thank you guys. Seriously, we can't thank you enough. We we the only reason we're on a network now is because of you guys and listening and getting us in front of the right people. You know, same thing with Dallas Sports Nation. You know, he was impressed with what we were doing. And Ricky's so fantastic working with us and everything he does all over the country. He's got lots of these sports nations that he runs and does such a good job. And then, of course, the fans are first sports network that we've joined is all because you guys listen. If CJ and I were just here talking, we had five listens a week. Nobody would care about us whatsoever. We probably had already stopped. No, we probably wouldn't have. We're, we're dumb, but we probably uh, kept going. We, but Yeah, we would. we would. But no, I mean, you guys interact with us on Twitter. We love all y'all. We gave Chev a shout out last week. You know, John Moore yeah, is another would. one who, who will send us corrections over Twitter or text yeah. if we get something wrong. We love John. We love Jeff. You know, we love all those guys. And again, it's so fun in the podcast community that, you know, the, the, the Rangers Today baseball podcast and us aren't competitors because you can listen to both of us anytime you want. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so we will, we will support them. I mean, we're... Uh, I'll be 100% honest. I'll be 100% honest, yeah. To, yeah, we're subscribers. I listen every week when their show comes out. Yeah, well, I mean, we are subscribers yeah. for for their, their audio and for Jeff's writing, so... Yep. I, I mean, mean, where else Where else am I going to steal our ideas from? I got to listen to them first exactly. and then steal ideas for our show. We were rubbing paint with them there for a minute, and then, yeah. Hey, actually, I'm, I'm joking, because they've been talking about doing a separate minor league podcast, and I was like, no, that's our thing. You guys yeah. can't have that now. We started <laughs> that before you. You yeah. can't take that from us. Back off. Back off, losers! No, I'm just even kidding. though they got a sponsorship or a, a relationship now with the Frisco, but they got yeah, they got everything. They got yeah, everything. They're, I mean, work professionally in the business for 15, 16 years, whatever. Maybe you have a few more connections than we yeah. Do, but no, but those guys are awesome. If you guys don't listen and you just listen to us, you're missing out because they really do a fantastic yep. coverage. Jeff yep. is amazing at what he does, like seriously. And I'm happy to call him and John both friends. Yep. You know, we we do. We do text back and forth, awesome stuff. So we appreciate them. We appreciate you guys even more, though, because you guys make this possible. Amen. And that's all I got to say, except. Um... Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.